Konnichiwa! Minasan konnichiwa! Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Talk to Keiki. I am Matt, your host for the show tonight, and to join me is uh, another, my kohai, to the, my senpai. <laughs> Ethan, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking up already like 30 seconds into the show. Dude. I know! God I'm the senpai, you're the kohai, what's up? Minasan konnichiwa! Alright everyone, uh... God damn it. Uh, anyway, we got... We got One minute, minute, we're off fucking rails, god damn it. Alrighty. The cheap, quick and cheap... The quick and cheap edition of Talk to Keiki. This is the discount Keiki. This is, uh, it's about a spoil, so we need to eat this fast before it goes bad. Exactly, or we get thrown to the side like a piece of meat. Alright, uh, anyway, real quick, before we get to our separate reviews, uh, uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen movie got a trailer. Uh, trailer looks excellent. Definitely check it out. Seen it. I like to go. In- I know he has it. He's behind. No, it's not that I'm behind. I like to go in cold, dude. Like I try to go in as cold as possible for certain things. That's why I never watch um out uh what's it called once the things are over and uh the episodes are over. I don't watch next week's previews. I, I go in cold as fuck, bro. And I- that's the way I like it. He likes to go in cold and dry, folks. Uh, yeah, so, I guess prepare- so prepare yourself if you're gonna be in the bedroom with him. A little extra lube. No, I mean you got spit. You don't need lube. It's going dry like a. <laughs> That's all you need. All right. Um, I finally watched A Stranger by the Shore. Speaking of not going in dry. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of going in dry. <laughs> holy crap. Oh, man. Detroit Smash! Oh, that. <laughs> that happened, folks. That. It definitely happened. So I have not seen the movie. I, I might, in all honesty, just so I can say that I've seen a Yaoi film or or piece. I have not, so um, I, I might give it a go. I, Matt, I, I, tr- I try to think this would be the correct one for you to start because they have. I, I, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I mean, everyone uh, recommends Given, so I mean that that was really the one I was going to start on. On is Given, yeah, that, that I still think that or Yuri on Ice should be your first ones, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm thinking Yuri on Ice more, but Given's is just so damn good from what I hear. So yeah, and and you like the Snow White notes? So I was kind of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's another thing. Yeah, because I did like that music anime, the Snow White notes. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's about uh, Shun Hashimoto, who is a uh, writer who uh, is living with. Is a grandmother due to being uh, disowned in Kitab's family house for being gay, mm. and uh, there's a uh, there's this guy named Mio Chibana or Midoriya because I actually watched this one dubbed because it was said dubbed uncut. So <laughs> dubbed uncut. Well, they well they were both uncut, but it was uh, with, with me and my partner was like, uh, which one do you first? Like, yeah, don't matter. Like, okay, let's do dubbed. Let's see what happens. Probably not the only say, thing cut in the movie. Hey! Hey! But uh, I was like, oh, oh, hey, it's Midoriya. He's totally, we both said this too, that he's totally the bottom because it's Midoriya. Uh, I, I, I'll i get to that. Gotchen! Gotchen! Exactly. <laughs> Uraraka totally pegs him behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, basically, there's Mio Chibana who is living by himself. He's now an orphan because his mother passed away. Uh, Shun's trying to like help him out and all this, but Mio takes this. Hey, you're creepy. You're 20 years old. I'm 17. Mm. Buzz off. Like you're checking up on me. It's kind of it's kind of a turnoff. 
And uh, eventually, uh, Mio does hang out with them a bit, and then he he tells Shun that he's going to an orphanage because again, he's he's by himself. He has nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And so they tenderly, he like flirts a little bit. They're holding hands, and then randomly, three years later, no, no warning, no nothing. You see, uh, Shun's I think friend Eri, and then her girlfriend Suzu leaving. Like they're moving out, and as they're moving out, Mio comes back in the three years later, saying, "Hey, I'm 20 now." I'm sorry, Shun was 24 when it happened. He's 27 now. She was 24, and he started messing with a 17-year-old. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now he's 27, and now Mio, who returned, is 20 years old. I could, I'm an adult now. I, I can do what I want. I chose to live here. Mm. And because of this, Shun starts becoming distant. Mm. So, it's like, hey, why haven't you called me all that? Like, I don't have a phone. I didn't have any of this. And now Shun's conflicted with his feelings because, again, he's a closet gay. <laughs> Mm. That, that type of thing and then that, that dynamic starts getting weird and awkward uh, Mia felt like he was getting mixed signals from him and he, he came back for him like he wanted to be with him and Shun's like yeah you don't know how I feel because I got rejected type of thing so, mm-hmm. you, so you don't know what it's like uh, eventually they would share a kiss in the middle because mm. uh, again Mia was just upset it's like I what are you waiting for type of thing? And like, did you want me around? And Shun actually starts feeling bad. Like, okay, I like, like come to like, I, I'm coming to you. Cause they're like lost in the rain, in the city, in the rain type of thing. Cause they got separated. Mm. And, uh, eventually he was like, why aren't we making out? Like, why don't you make love to me? So Mio Midori is a horny dog. Oh, he wants a pee pee touch. He, he, want, he wants the pee touch. I'll get to that later, actually. There's a funny thing about this. There's a funny thing. Uh, eventually, anyway, uh, actually, Shun gets jealous of Mio when he was working at this cafe because people were talking to Mio, like, oh. thinking he's cute and all that. Mm. Like, like, Shun, you've been listening to this fucker. But Mio's just—he's just being a waiter. He's just talking to the customers. Mm-hmm. But I guess Shun didn't get that fucking memo. Mm, like, bro, you're put—you're the one putting it in her butt. Like yeah, his right. butt. That, yeah, that exactly. Come on. Uh, eventually, uh, Sakurako uh, comes by, and this was uh, Shun's childhood friend who was mm. going to be an arranged marriage. And uh, and then they find out. Like then Midori's like, "What? What happened? Why? Why'd you?" Were you, why were you engaged? Why did you break up? Uh, basically, with Sakurako, she was basically covering Shun because she knew he was gay. Mm. But like when they were kids, she said she wanted to marry him. Mm-hmm. That type of ordeal. And it turned to he didn't, but she came by because she wanted to tell Shun that uh, his father's sick. Like, he's mm. dying. So he wants... So she wants him to come see him last time and say goodbye. And uh, eventually turned to know that ordeal. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I know they were they would show like, a little flashback with uh, Mio and the mother. I didn't they didn't say how she died. So, mm. uh, like, it, and the movie's an hour. Then the way, I, yeah, I was gonna say the way you're describing it sounds like there's a lot of plot holes. And the, the, my problem is, yeah, like the there there was no warning of the time skip. Like it just happened. Mm. I want to know about how Mio's mother died. 
Uh, I want to go more in depth with uh, she struggle struggling with sexuality and how he and then how he got disowned, uh, and, and we don't see Shun going to the father, the, the dying father. Uh huh. But so, he, but it says he did. I, like I, I'll get to that in a minute. Mm. But um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like, this definitely could have been a great hour forty minute movie mm-hmm. if they did that. But with the fact there was an hour, the lot of it just felt rushed. Mm. I I like the character designs. I like the animation of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, eventually, mm. Shun and Mio start to the making the love, as they say. They butt fuck everyone. Yes, yes as, actually, first Mio was mad at Shun before that because he was mad at Shun for not wanting to go see his father. Because uh. it was like, like, if my parents died, yeah, I would want to go see them. And you're mm-hmm. just being a selfish, a selfish jerk. It eventually led to that they they were making out, and then eventually uh, Mia was telling Shun to take his clothes off to get naked, and they were <laughs> naked. And you see Shun touching Mio, and he's like, "He already, the Midori already came. <laughs> he already came. Whoa! What the fuck? Whoa! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." So so he makes the man so Shun makes the man come and he tells him to put it in him. It's like How the man know? came, he's already flaccid. He tells us that you're dickhead. How do you fucking know this? They talk about it. You hear like, like No, like he, he said like because you see him like panting and moaning, like while they were like close sitting close to each other naked. Oh, so this isn't you you said that this was wholesome. That this is not wholesome at all. I mean not this. <laughs> bro, you're like, oh, you're like, it was respectful lovemaking. Like, bro, if you see him like... Oh, <laughs> I'm getting to it. Shun, like, Shun, <laughs> Bakugo Jr. tells Midoriya. <laughs> Dude, all right, I want you to stick it in. And he's like, what? Why? Like, I, I don't top. I want you to top me. I'm a bottom. And then I yelled, I was robbed. <laughs> Midori is the top here. He's the power bottom. <laughs> Detroit Smash! He did a Detroit Smash. And then... <laughs> first, first he fingers he fingers the butt. Oh, what the fuck is going on? He, no, like he, he does it gently to get him ready to prep him up. And then he eventually puts it in. Oh. Like the, a couple of seconds. And then it just skips to after when there's relaxing in oh. the bed. Oh, he wanted to taste the chocolate pudding before he, he dipped the spoon in. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, they're they're relaxing. They're they're doing all that. And then Shun tells Mio he's going to go see his father. What? <laughs> what? Yo, this guy had gay sex, and he's like, I want to see my dad now. <laughs> all right, and uh, and then he was just, he. He was anticipating on going by himself, and then Mio was like, "I want to come too." Uh, again, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, Sakurako says goodbye to Shun, and she asks for a kiss from Shun, like a goodbye kiss. Oh, oh so he got a whole now. So, so Shun goes for a kiss, and then Mio steps in, and kisses his ex fiance. So like you were gonna do it if I did do it, so I kissed her for you. What the fuck? And then eventually it says that they they get ready to leave to go to Shun's old whole time to see the father, and that's where it ends. What? Yes. Yeah. Oh my, that sounds, bro. That 
Oh my god. Like, bro, the sex scene sounds like a five out of five, but fucking like the rest of the shit sounds like a two and a half. <laughs> <coughs> I'm dying right now over this, bro. By the way, if we have any gay listeners or any members of the LGBT community that are listening right now, just know I'm not laughing at you or your exploits. It's just, I'm laughing it's, it, it, it's just it's how it went down. I had gay friends, and this is how I joke with them about their ex- escapades. So, you know. Uh, but, again, it was just okay. <laughs> like I wish it was longer. That was my only legitimate gripe because it lets – I wanted more background on the two of them. Yeah, no, I get that. And then, but... I would feel but, disappointed to tell. Just the way you're describing it, it sounds disappointing to me. Like, I don't even want to watch it now. Like, I, I might... Uh, no, I, I probably don't even want to watch it. <clears throat> no, it's just one of those... I would say watch it if you got an hour to kill. Like, again, just watch Given, watch Yuri on Ice. Watch it if you want to watch an amazing gay sex scene. That's what. It, that's literally what you're telling me right now. I, I mean, you can, find, you can probably find it on YouTube. Probably. It's not like they're showing their butt or their dick, so... Yeah, it's not a hentai. No, no, it's just Brokeback oh. Mountain anime style, oh but without, but without um dying or anything like that. Jesus Christ! But uh, yeah, I, I gave I gave it like a three. It's a fair rating, I think. Yeah, again, oh. like, again, it's just more of, <laughs> animation's great. Love the designs. Uh, characters are fine, but again, this wish it was fleshed out more. I wish it was like forty minutes longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, outside of that, I said <laughs> I will watch V Star season two. Yeah. I have to say I am all done. Ah. Uh, so I feel like there are there is going to be two more seasons with, how, with where it ended. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not going to get into the spoiler territory of it. But let me ask you something really quick, though, because so I don't okay. watch these stars myself, but I've seen basically there's a lot of like talk basically of it's a good still a good anime. It's still really good, but yeah. it's not hitting like season one and it feels more rushed. Um and and just not as like focused compared to season one. Did you get that as well? Uh, I got a little bit. Um, again, the manga is a little more different. Like, but it's, it's the, the it was still the same setup of where it would go. Mm-hmm. But it's just more of if you haven't read it, it's more like it, it'll more feel rushed because uh, mm-hmm. basically like there's there's there's, <laughs> le- there's less Haru in this uh, legacy trying to. Mm-hmm. That's the bunny. Haru's the bunny, right? Yeah, Haru's the bunny. Legacy, yeah. the, the gray wolf. Like he's trying to still find the killer in a sense. Like he he did find the killer mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. and then like he's still trying to become stronger for Haru. He's mm-hmm. trying. He's getting he's getting trained by going about uh, not eating meat. Mm-hmm. But uh, like he eventually tur- got weak after the Louis becoming a gang a gang leader. I can't even. I can't even lie. I wish you had talked about uh, the the movie after you had talked about this. Because when I hear he's still coming for him and he not to eat meat, I'm just that's I'm just thinking totally wrong right now. <laughs> All right, uh, you, you stop there. You stop there. Uh, Louis definitely got great development with Shishigumi, like the herbivore leading a uh, a mafia of carnivores and uh, lions, no less. Mm. That's because he killed the leader in the first season. <laughs> Oh, he uh fucking Mustafa him. Uh, he no, no, like he got tortured by this guy when he was younger. Like we were being trying to be sold in the black market, and then he got to the leader, had a gun in his mouth, and shot him, <clears throat> shot him in the mouth, and he, he said, "I'm calling the shots now." Look at me, I am the captain now. Yeah, and the lions wanted Louis the deer to eat meat <laughs> mm. to show like unity, and he he did eat it. He did eat it, 
But after that, he was hiding it. Like he would like throw it up. Like he would spit it out. He would throw up by himself because he didn't want to show anyone that he was weak. Mm-hmm. Even though one of the lions said, "Hey, like we actually like you. We don't want to eat you. Like you're a, actually a good leader. Like please eat. Like here's a, here's a salad with all this protein. Like the the vegan stuff." Mm-hmm. And Louis didn't accept it at first because he thought that he was making fun of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, we get that. We get that dy- dynamic. It was more development from Louis, which I really liked because I like Louis a lot. And um, you call it? Uh, we get introduction to uh, Pina, which is uh, the mountain goat, who's like in the who's like the new like leader of drama club or like the flamboy one who likes to fool around with people type of thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like 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 you like you just want to eat him or you. Or whatever, you want to slap him, eat him, or fuck him, whatever. Whatever one what comes the, What the fuck? And then you're talking about bestiality now, dude? We're from gay sex bestiality? It's Beastars, so. Boy, the creator who got inspired by Zootopia. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but again, it was just more development of Legacy and Louie that really mm-hmm. sell it. Um, fight scenes are fun that you, mm-hmm. that you do get to see. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Again, like after like manga wise, uh, when Lego she leaves school, it does kind of drag a bit. Like it's mm-hmm. not doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. But there is still plenty to get joy out of it going forward. I feel like there will be two seasons if they do the whole twelve episode thing. Because mm-hmm. no way in hell you're gonna finish in twelve more episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with how the manga ended, there's no way unless yeah. you yeah. unless you cut out a lot of stuff. Unless you go straight, uh, Promise Neverland season two. Yeah, that. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll eventually see the be- the real beast star. <laughs> That's not them. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Insert jokes. What was his name? Uh, Yaha. I'm sorry. His name is Yaha. He's the real beast star. <laughs> Yaha. Why a H. Why? Y A H Y A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's he's a fun character. Uh, you're gonna see him. You get more uh, Lego sheet background on his like his family type of thing. Like he's a he's a crossbreed. You find out. No, he got fucked by multiple people. Cool. No, no, he's a half wolf, half Komodo dragon. What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is weird. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, I say, well, that'll be next year for that. But uh, again, a lot, there's still a lot to enjoy. Uh, I'm not going to put it in my uh, top summer because while we got it in the summertime, it's still a winter 2021 anime. Fair, fair, fair. Wait, but I, pro- I don't know if I'll put it on my top list. As of right now, it's an honorable mention. I got to wait how the rest of the year finishes. Mm-hmm. So it's, I gave it like I gave it like a three and a half. No oh, bad. All right. Uh, that's it with uh, my solo, Midoriya, and bestiality. <laughs> yeah, no shit, eh? I didn't watch it. I mean, I've been trying to catch up on JoJo. I'm finally, I'm slowly grinding it. I'm, uh, what's it called? I just finished Core 1 of um of the final, uh, or like, I should say the last JoJo season. Um, well, uh, uh, it was technically like a one shot. It just went all the way through, and it's only like, there's really only two parts. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's broken down. I 
so there's 39 episodes there's 13 episodes and then there's like a uh uh recap episode so i'm thinking okay so i guess they must have broken down in three cores if you look at on analyst it shows that it was done in three seasons um it started in uh winter i believe 2018 and finished in like summer of 2019 so they did it back to back to back so anyway but anyway uh, that's what i've been watching solo all right, uh, we'll get to our continuations. Uh, actually, we have we should do the continuations first. Uh, but first, have... let's take a commercial break. All right, yeah, a quick one because we're on a, we're on a tight schedule. <laughs> yes, we got to make sure the cakey doesn't spoil. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, we're back. Tadaima! All right, uh, we're going to get to our spring seasonal continuations. Since we got two. Two, count them two. Uh, we're going to start with Tokyo Revengers this time. We're not, we're not doing uh, My Hero? Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about My right. Hero. Oh, man, it's so forgettable. Let's go with my hero first. All right, let's go with my hero, and then we'll do Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. So you know something? Again, we reiterated this last week. Um, it, people shit on it for it not being as bad as great of a season. I think this was one of the best episodes of the season, if not the best episode of the season. I think. No, I, no, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I mean, basically, what happened is, um, uh, we see the 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 aftermath of the dinner. Um, uh, what's his name? Toya. Toya. Toya, yeah, Toya uh, basically leaves, um, and then we see that we have a villain. Um, I forget the villain's name. What's the villain's name? Ending. Ending, right? Yeah, his name is Ending. Ending, yeah. So he's basically a fucking super creep, and he wants uh, Endeavor to kill him. And he tried to get him to kill him, and Endeavor didn't kill him because heroes don't kill enemies. No matter what. And so he decides, all right, well, no better reason to kill me than if I abduct your child. So he abducts Toya. Um, and basically he has the ability to make white lines or like, I don't know, like with tape, like it, it looks similar to like a racer head, but, um, what's it called? Except it's not. So basically he's got him wrapped up. Um, he rushes past Endeavor. Endeavor's super pissed off. He goes out to attack him. And then he basically, as he's going to basically get him, he freezes and he starts thinking about, oh, my God, like my son hates me. If I save my if I save my son, he'll never talk to me again, which is totally ass backwards. But that's what he right. thought. And so our three wonderful heroes, our three work students, Bakugo, Sh uh, Shota and Midoriya, come to the rescue of Endeavor. And finally, for the first time in the season and the first time during their work study, they beat Endeavor. And there's no better time to beat Endeavor than at his most weakest points in the series where he froze and he got stuck. And basically, they save the day. They save Toya. They freeze the shit out of the other guy. And um, at the end, they have a nice uh, – Toya and Endeavor have a, a, a nice heart-to-heart. -heart. Um, and – yeah, dude, it was very, very touching, and the action was great. Um, the heroes looked fantastic, and it was the best episode of the season. I agree. Uh, yeah, I definitely love this episode a lot, and um, we don't have an episode for two weeks. Yes, the Olympics. Do the Olympics? They're taking a break next week. But yeah, uh, again, I liked ending. I liked what they're trying to do here, mm -hmm. and the fact that the best thing for his family is to have to ensure they live happily without him ordeal. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he's and he can't the fact that Natsu ain't gonna forgive him. Mm-hmm. Natsu Toya is the fucking the son that he, that died. Yeah, that I think is what's his face Darby. Yeah, I really think it's Darby, dude. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I do think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's move on now. You want to start yeah. with Avengers this week? Yeah, because I, I definitely want to talk about Eternity Last for this one because of what happened. <laughs> it was a good episode of Eternity. I'll give you that. All right, let's go with Avengers, which was also right. a really good, good episode. Oh, yeah, uh, we we basically start where we left off with, um, what was it, uh, Bob, Bobby, Baki, Baji? Baji and, what was his name? Casadora. Casadora, Han Masuji. Yeah, Casadora, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that they they got in jail. And you find out Kazutora had about two years in juvie. <laughs> yeah, for, for murder. That's crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, I called it saying the bike was for Mikey. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Because yeah, he made the bike. So it's, no, that'd be a horrible flex making the bike. And you show it to your brother saying you ain't getting this. <laughs> That's so crazy, dude. That, that that whole scenario is just fucking bonkers. That's really well written, though. Super well written. Oh yeah. Uh... But yeah, definitely, uh, yeah, that we eventually get back going forward that we find out uh, Chifu, what's his name? Chifuyu? Yeah, Chifuyu. Yeah, he, he see him all bandaged up. He talks to Takemichi, and he believes uh, Kisaki is the one that's leading Valhalla behind... Shocker. Yeah, but we, I think we all saw that coming. Basically. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh yeah, I was thinking what you were thinking. Uh, you help me, I help you, it's ordeal. Bro, you know what's crazy? Do you ever believe that? Oh, it's kind of side topic. Do you ever believe that you that you lived a different life in your past life, and now you're living a different life that may be opposite to the life that you live, or something that's close to like your soul, what you were? Like, do you ever believe in that? Uh, a little bit here and there. Like, the, some of it, it sometimes crosses my mind, but Bro, not I lit- like I, fully. I literally thought as I was watching that, I thought that thought process, and then I thought, man, I was like, what kind of fucking psychopath was fucking Kasaki for him to turn out that fucking psycho as a fucking kid? Like holy right. balls, dude! Like that—that's a fucked up kid. And the fact that he uses his words to just fuck with them, like he doesn't need to like fight. He can just talk to them, and he has them yeah. in his hand. It's crazy. So uh, basically, he—the reason why he does that, or not the reason why he does it, but how we know this is, um, Chifuyu go with goes with Takamichi, and he—they get to interview freaking uh, Osanai, um, in his old job as like a carpenter or something. Yes, yeah. carpenter, and they interview him, and basically Osanai lays out how, uh, how, uh, what's his face, how Kisaki was uh, became the leader of, um. Of, of Mobius and how he basically played him like a fiddle and had him like do a bunch of crazy shit and and then once it, it yeah like done like he gave me everything I wanted but after that I was left for yeah basically. <laughs> yeah and we find out exactly left him for dead we find out that Kasaki was the one that orchestrated the whole attack uh that happened to uh to Drakenkun and um it was all his doing and now he, once he got what he wanted he set he threw Osanai to the side had him get stabbed and then he's now he's manipulating mikey and then we also find out 
um, from Draken because uh, Takamichi returns to the present and he tries to speak to Draken again and he asks some questions about uh, Valhalla and and the yeah because they said because uh, they said Halloween is when they were gonna fight Halloween is gonna fight and he lets Mikey know and he has like he has this coming to Jesus moment with himself as well as Mikey and he tells Mikey straight up like yo I'm gonna be the head and everyone's like yo you're fucking crazy but then Mikey and Draken both smiled at the fact that he had the balls to tell the fucking current head like yo I'm gonna replace you son yeah um, and Chief Fu said he'll help him get there and he said he's like I don't believe in you but I'll help you anyway that was pretty funny but no we find out basically um on the day of the battle uh that tonman loses and they're like what how can tonman lose we have nike we have mikey he's like that's we why lost they lost mikey and he's like what do you mean they're like oh he kills fucking casador and that's how the the episode ends with the basically a flashback of the, the of the event that already occurred and casador yeah. has beat the shit and mikey's got blood all over him looking like a psychopath and you know <laughs> at first i'm like wait isn't that a good thing but but I think I think Kisaki manipulated Mikey to doing that and make it feel like he's not really leader worthy to get Mikey out as a leader while he took over. Yeah, that makes sense. To mer- to merge Valhalla. I don't know. I'm just that piece of shit. So I mean, if you kill my family, I would kill you, bro, in a heartbeat. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I fucking was like, oh, so the fuck, fuck, yeah, eh, whatever. But clearly, yeah, I know power, yeah. friendship, all that good shit, blah blah blah. Yeah. Also, off topic. I love how this. One cover of uh, the Tokyo Avengers manga has a swastika on. What? Yeah. I love that. No, I'm on uh, my anime list and it shows a related adaptation. I click on Tokyo Avengers. It says Tokyo Swastika Avengers. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll send that to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, it just randomly pulled it up because I'm looking. At the cast to get the names right, but uh, okay, but yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. anyway, anyway, uh, definitely good episode. Uh, now I'm more, I'm more excited for next week. Like always, this show does a fantastic job of when it answers your questions, it leaves you with more. You'll never be fully answered. Like the, the anime, I think that's the point of the anime. You'll never fully understand it until probably the end. And that's a really good thing. When you when we have questions, you satisfy the, the, the watcher by answering the questions and then you create more questions and you leave them salivating for more until you get the answers next week. And you know you're going to get answers. Um, And I'm very curious because one of the best payoffs I think of animes is that, that do that is when they, they long-term build and you get answers toward the end for shit that you completely forgot was a question in the beginning and that i i'm curious to see how avengers does that so i'm hoping they they pull it off really well um and continues that trend i think it's still a five-star anime for me so um i, I hope they keep that 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 momentum going right but yeah definitely fun episode and we're gonna close off this part with two-year eternity where mm. this definitely picked up <laughs> probably the episode of the season thus far i would say oh yeah uh this like I like this is though this turns to like a goo goo arc type quality. Like <laughs> I don't know about that. No, like not not the whole arc. I'm talking about the episode. Like it like it would match off with <laughs> Yeah, it was goo goo esque quality, but the episode. This episode specifically, not this arc. This arc is pales in comparison. Right, Nothing's no. stopping Goo Goo Arc. But but the arc's still not over, so <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, uh Fushi gets his uh memories back, he he gets some of the bodies back, like Marge, mm-hmm. Goo Goo. Uh, the Oguma, yes, and then the uh, little mole rat that guy, yeah, the naked mole rat, yeah, yeah. Then uh, Tonari has Fushi to like celebrate to celebrate with the whole family type of thing. Well, not yeah. really family, but more or less, it, well, 
No, it becomes a family because basically um, they uh, – uh, what's it called? Tonari's like, eat up everybody, and it's all like, you know, yeah. mushrooms. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more like – it's more like – street the, the street rats <laughs> yeah it's like scavenger food and then so um fushi's like oh no we're good and he basically summons a whole bunch of meal from the body including ramen and dumplings the problem with the ramen and the dumplings though is he got that sensation from when he was drugged and so he accidentally drugs all the kids um right. insert joke no but um and so uh tonari wakes up and apologizes well, well, to fushi. Well, well, well first fushi reads her book yeah, first Fushi reads the diary and, and gets an understanding of what happened. And he puts it down, he walks away, and then Tonari wakes up, the first one, as he's walking away. She apologizes. Mm-hmm. Fushi more or less accepts the apology and goes about his night. Meanwhile, Tonari kind of has like a coming to Jesus moment and starts writing in, in her book again, her her diary. And then we learn the story of Tonari. And it, they the story, you know something, not for nothing, the, the anime did a good job of making you want to like Tonari, considering Tonari is such an unlikable character. Yeah, I, but, I, but now you find out why point. she did what she did. Yeah, now you understand. And then we also learned that freaking it was the uh Hayase. The, yeah, Hayase, that freaking that um long story short, we get through the whole thing, we see the tragic past of Tanari, and then we learn up until what what brought her to bring Fushi and Pioran to the island, and it was Hayashi uh saying, like, he will change your life, he'll change the course of your future, bring him on the boat. And basically she did that not for her sake, but so she could fucking get her revenge. So she gets her revenge on Pioran. And uh, yeah, dude, that we get our final battle. I, I I will talk about this one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, Hayat, you find out Hayase is back. Like you see her full face. You see the claw marks from uh, when Fushi basically clawed her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fushi's enraged because is that because you was talking about marks and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you know how you got that body of a uh, per, uh, Pernora? Perona, yeah. Perona, yeah. Uh, they said basically, yeah, we went to the village, we killed everyone, we saved it for last. I didn't know how to kill her, but I so I just cut off her head. In the manga, she actually cuts her guts out. Wow. Like, like cuts her open to pull her intestines out and then decapitates her. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, if she even said it too, which is crazy, she's like, Oh, I didn't do a good job the first time, so she suffered more than she needed to. But ha 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 ha. But, but, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, in the anime she said, I was gonna do that, but I didn't. So but in the manga, she actually did that. And for the first time, we see Fushi enraged. In, in, like, he saw Red, and he's like, for the first time in his life, I'm going to kill this hoe. But yeah, and then uh, Hayase is more, since she's the more experienced fighter, while Fushi's not, she was easy. She, she was able to defeat Fushi easily, even yeah. with all the forms he has failed. She mentioned, you're, the- you're immortal, but you're feeble. You can't kill me. And yeah. sticks him with a poison dart in the neck and fucking. Yep. And then knocked knocked out. She won yep. right there, disappointing yep. everyone. Yep, crushed the dreams. Oh, and we're not, for neglecting the mention right before the fight. Um, Fushi uses March's climbing ability, climbs yeah. the rocks, and then turns into the naked mole rat to get into her cell. Then turns back into Fushi, and him and Pioran uh, share a nice emotional uh, reunion of sorts. Right. Uh, and he promises her, like, oh, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to win this tournament, and we're going to go free, and we're going to go home. And Pioran's like, you're so reliable. You're so reliable. And, you know, I really, that kind of hit home for me, you know, honestly, because I was like, wow, yeah. considering how Fushi had basically was raised by Pioran, this is his mother figure, and for him yeah. to 
not know know how to talk, not know how to fucking piss or wipe his own ass. Basically, yeah, did literally nothing. Did couldn't do jack shit except walk and 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 make uh noises. And yeah. now like he's gonna be the crux to her salvation. Like God damn, that was that's really good storytelling, dude. So that honestly, I talked shit about a couple about it last week. I was like, ah, it's down to a three and a half now. It's back up to a four to me. But yeah, now that that story's gonna get crazy with Hayashi in the picture, and now you figure out what she's gonna do to Fushi. Mm-hmm. Go try to make a love with him while he's drugged up. Is she really going to? Her whole goal is to have a baby with him, to make an immortal baby. What the fuck? That's why she's doing all this. She worships Fushi. You know what's crazy too is that she's a grown ass woman, and Fushi's body is like a thirteen year old. <sighs> I, we don't know the real legit age. <laughs> so Fushi had grown before he hadn't transformed in four years. So yeah. it, was, it was four years at the time. Of the, it was like the kid like he that must have been like 11 or 12 at the time of death, bro. 11, 12, 13, somewhere around there. He must have. He was not quite like a teen or he might have been like an early teen, dude. So uh, Fushi was around 16, 17, basically, at the time that the knockers attacked Gugu and them. Um, where he had to transform back, and he ended up going back to regular Fushi instead of uh, adult Fushi with facial hair and shit. So at this point, bro, like I said, he's got to be like around like the age somewhere between twelve and thirteen, I would think. Which is like I said, really creepy considering this girl's a full grown woman. She's trying to, you know, get his babies and shit. So. Yeah, uh, hold on, I'm trying to see if we are arc wise to find out his age. <laughs> so much for the the cut and dry, very short edition of the Kiki. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, there was a lot to talk about for that one. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about our stuff we're all... This is now the lightning round. We're going to talk about the stuff we're watching for mm-hmm. summer by ourselves. You first. Go quick. Oh, I was going to say we should do a commercial break, but... All right, fine, uh, we'll, we'll do that. For, we'll do the commercial break for the ones we watch together. <laughs> all right. Let's we'll do the commercial break after the lightning round. Yeah. Um, so, for me, Tsukamichi, uh, another good episode this week. Um, it's, again, I can't mention it enough. Funny, funny, funny. Um, I, I would recommend it if you just want to get a good chuckle. Scarlet Nexus is getting a little bit better. It was another good episode this week. Um, how would I describe it? Basically, we, we get a little bit more of the story reveal. We get more action as well. Um, and, again, it's it's a, it's a good show. It's not the best in terms of like the quality of like the of of the twists and turns, but it does offer twists and turns. And it offers, like I said, really good action. So if you like something that'll keep you on on your on your toes basically and have some good action, you'll want to watch that. A Million Lives was a great episode this week. Um, again, it, it was very. How would I describe Million Lives? Basically, it was kind of a realization of of where you're at in terms of building your life and and forgetting things and and coping with with tragedy and being able to rebuild um it was a really nice powerful story that was told on million lives this week so that like i said i think that was probably the episode of the season for million lives as well um slime this week and i caught up from last week's episode as well but this week's episode god damn that was another good episode Next week is going to be crazier because we're finally going to get into the action between uh, the monsters and Clayman's faction. We're finally going to get our war in in Europe in uh, in uh, what's called the Animal Kingdom, uh, Uranzia, I think it is called. Um, we're going to finally get our action, and I can't wait to see that shit. And Boruto, I I want you guys to 
again, if you're our listener and you're not subscribed to and you're not a member of our uh, of our Eat the Cake uh, Facebook group, which is the the progenitor of this an, of this anime podcast, if you're not a member, please join. And if you want to know about Boruto, I spent yesterday an hour and I crafted a whole synopsis of Boruto. And if anybody's listening to it and wants to know it, I can send it to you as well, no problem. But I came up with a whole synopsis of, of where we're at. Boruto this week it was is a nice wholesome episode um involving uh Himawari and um what's his face and um uh goddamn Kawaki and uh they have a nice uh talk about nature and and they get closer then they really be, do become like brother and sister and Kawaki for fear of everybody and fear of the village and he wants to protect everybody he tries to leave and Boruto tries to stop him and Shikamaru who hates his ass is the one that's like listen you know my position isn't changing I still don't like you I still don't trust you but like it or not you're a member of our village Naruto loves you and we do whatever we can to support Naruto because he's the Hokage and he's our savior so you're you're in our village kid and it was a very nice moment between um between them like sharing a respect of, of family um and that was kind of like the underlying tone between that between nature and the reality of, of the jungle um the laws of the jungle basically it was a really 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 good episode again i can't stress this enough over the last 52 episodes um as we get back into canon uh baruto fantastic shit it is truly a four four and a half out of five anime i kid you not as much as we want to talk shit and i did do the calculations i can tell you the calculations really quick on that uh, right currently there's 130 i'm sorry there's 209 episodes i did the calculations there's 131 episodes to me in my opinion between canon and really good stuff that is absolutely must watch absolutely must watch that is 63 percent. if you include the other stuff like the other um filler stuff that's also really good that i would recommend you watch or may contribute to the story you're at 159 uh uh episodes out of 209 that's the equivalent of 76 percent. so basically if you take that 76 percent, only 24 percent of boards so is trash and i think that's not bad rapido, rapido. sorry 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 um anyway so that was just my my little piece um i'm good anyway that's all you watched <laughs> Uh, the ones, yeah, that I'm not, oh, we're not watching okay. together. Majority right. animes we watch together, dude. At this point, this season at least, so we're good. Uh, all right, I got my uh, five out the way. Go all, right. all right, I'll be quick then because I know I had one. <laughs> Did you? Uh, uh, Kageki Shoujo. Oh, hi, hi. Yeah, I, I'm all caught up on that. I'll talk about that in a second. Ooh. But um, Sunday Boy. Uh, it's still. I have no idea what the fuck's going on, but I think it slowly turned to a psychological thing, and uh, you find out Hoshi knows more about what's going on. Because her power is she hears someone talking. She, she hears someone else talking that's not in the classroom. That's not. So the, basically the one that's probably planning all this is the one talking to her. And she knows. She knew She knew that they, they were going to be stuck in this dimension. Kimoi, senpai. So direction and everything is great. But plot wise, I still don't know what the fuck they want to do. <laughs> that's my big problem with it. You didn't get my joke just now? I just kimoi, I, I, I ignored you. <laughs> Dude, I just I went full uh, Nagatoro, bro. I said, I know that that, that that's why that's that's why I adored you. Kimoi, 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 kimoi. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, Nighthead twenty forty one. Uh, you learn more about the Kirihara brothers. You get them after what happened after the shooting. Mm. Uh, but eventually, the Kuroki brothers ca- catch up to them, mm. and uh, they're not fighting, but they're talking. But they're like, "Oh, they should be together," type of thing. Like shit's going down. Mm. We'll find out what happens. Uh, it's still interesting. Uh, I don't, I don't love it yet, but we'll see what mm. happens. If it doesn't win me over, I'm just gonna cancel it. But 
like yeah. City Boy. <laughs> real quick, yeah, I was gonna say real quick. I was hanging out with one of my buddies who's in the group who doesn't really mention anything, but he watches a, a bunch of fucking anime. And he mentioned the same thing about Sunny Boy and Nighthead. He didn't like Nighthead. He liked Sunny Boy, and I was like, oh, I feel like that's the opposite. But now I'm starting to hear more about how eh, maybe Nighthead's not as as hot as what we thought it was, and Sunny yeah. Boy isn't as isn't as lame as what we thought. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Life is a Villainous. All roots lead to doom. Uh, let's. It started off with uh, how Bakarina got kissed by Gerard mm. at, the, at the previous episode where she pissed off the whole harem. Mm. Uh, she thought the whole thing was a dream. Like, oh, God, it was only a dream. It's, you know her being stupid. It's real, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't know until later. <laughs> but anyway, it was more background story on the Stewart family and uh, how Jeffrey loved, like he, like, he loves all of his brothers, like how much, like, when the mother promised, well, when he promised the mother that he would take care of all his younger siblings, mm-hmm. he, he admired all of them. He loved how much they'd grown, despite them basically telling him to go away, basically because mm-hmm. they're all because they're all basically living in like separate separate houses in the in this big mansion. Mm-hmm. And the only one he would really talk to more was Ian, who's technically the antagonist of the season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, what you call it? Jeffrey has these portraits of his brothers, like. Hang it up on the wall. He's just he's he's fanboyed over them because again he loves his brothers, he loves his family. Uh, it, it, it's voiced by Dio, so I get to hear the voice. <laughs> and then uh, you thought it was Dio, but it was me, Dio. <laughs> it's me, Kono Jeffrey. Soy Dio. But anyway, the dips ends with uh, Bakarina in her garden with uh, Gerald meeting up with Bacarina, and they're like, oh, yeah, are you okay? We haven't talked since back then. Oh, you mean the dream that happened? Oh, no, you thought that was a dream? So she kissed her again. It's me, Dio! So Gerald kissed Bacarina again, since they're technically still engaged. The whole harem comes running. Mary's like, I'm going to go kill him right now. Sophia does the same thing. uh, Maria's like, don't hurt him too bad, so I can heal you all. And then you just see Bakarita clueless and like, ah, what happened here? And then that's how it ends. Uh, it's, it's just incredible how stupid she is. <sighs> anyway, what was I? Uh, case, the case study of Aeneas is fucking fantastic. Mm. I love this episode. This, mm. I think this is my favorite episode of the week. <laughs> really? Yes. Like, it, it was like, it kicked up so good. And over remake? It's a different, it's different genre. So it's like apples to oranges. Remake to me is just so heads and above, and I'll talk about it later. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Uh, you, get, you actually get a warning in this one. I did read that. Yeah, like, uh, like there's gonna be a lot of violence here, so be prepared. It starts with no fighting the antagonist charlatan, and then uh, charlatan has no in his clutches, and then it's just more like. You see a flashback of Noah of No in his childhood, so like Lewis and all that, mm. and uh, you see uh, Lewis is like, okay, uh, I have this steak knife, like the steak like like he was gonna carve it for, like he like thinking he was gonna kill No or something, mm-hmm. but um, you see they found there was a vampire that was cursed, and it was it was the butler, it was like one of the housekeepers, they were gonna execute her, so they want so the so Louis so Lewis wants to kill. Her before they behead her because when you're cursed, the penalty is being beheaded. Mm-hmm. And they find out Lewis is the one that's corrupted. Mm-hmm. And he kills the kids. Like decapitate. Like it's, it's very bloody. 
Yeah, and yeah, and the and the and yeah, like Lewis and Dominique and no, they were all living together when they were kids. And it's now now it's just Dom, Dominique, and no. Uh Lewis died by the teacher beheading him in front of No. And he had like this look of he was from Charlatan, like you you recognize him from Charlatan, that one that one glimpse that No saw. <laughs> Mm. And he just freaked out. He freaked out. <laughs> and then you get you you go back. You go back to present day, where that was like basically being like about to be killed type of thing. Then Vanitas comes in, says they like I, I just love the progression of No in this. Uh, Vanitas is still a great character. Uh, there's a charm to it, but this the story in general is just, is just very interesting. Especially we're gonna have 24 episodes of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I am excited to know what happens next. Mm. Uh, I, I, I did not expect it to be this good. Yeah. I was really not expecting it. Uh, speaking of another one I didn't expect to be great is Kageki Shoujo. It's something I just picked up mm-hmm. after hearing the article, especially the one with, um, what's that girl's name? Uh, Narita, Narada, where she got basically being like almost sexually abused by the. The mother's boy- boyfriend. That's so crazy. Yeah, that it turns to that type of thing. That's why she hates men, but she's trying to warm up to people. Mm-mm. Especially after the the fanboy saved her last week of all people, <laughs> and like he found it was just a misunderstanding. Like he wasn't like stalking her, stalking her. It's just more of he wanted to meet her to apologize because uh, basically he was a loner and he just wanted to. Show how much he appreciated her, but she took it the wrong way. That's mm. why she said you're creepy, and the, you're creepy, and that, and that's why she got fired. So he blamed himself like that she got fired because of me because I was trying to thank her, not like I love you type of like I just want to thank you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, eventually they, they did make up. That's where the uh, episode started. The this episode technically started like with them like fully officially making up. So I thought that was nice, uh, and that uh, she was trying to talk to Watanabe. Which really isn't going well because Narita Narada told she wasn't really friends of her anymore ordeal. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is more. This episode was more about Yamada, which is who was a singer, uh, but uh, but she was told she was fat. But you know she really wasn't. Mm-hmm. But they they, they they want that anorexic type body mm. for, the, for, for these girls basically. Mm. So she's been forced. She's been forced throwing up. Mm. To the point where she was passing out. Then Narada said, "I hey, I've seen girls like this. Please don't do this type of thing." Like she was trying to help be, she was blunt, but she was also showing concern. Mm-hmm. And then Yamada like said, "Fuck you! You don't know you don't know my struggles and all that." That like she said she wanted to be. She said she was saying maybe not cut out for this. She passed out because her grades were her grades were also falling. So she hasn't been sleeping. She hasn't been eating. And the the music teacher was trying to. Like, hey, are you okay? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, he was the only one that was legit worried about her. Mm-hmm. That and sounds. Then, oh my god, that sounds. I, I want to pick that up, considering I yeah, saw stuff like I, I, yeah, I think Wonder Egg. I think, but... these, I think just these struggles that these girls are facing is what makes it worth it to watch. Oh. But it, this was just beautifully, beautifully written, especially mm-hmm. the heart to heart with the the teacher and then Yamada when Yamada was crying in the bedroom saying she can't do this anymore. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she was gonna give up, and. Yeah, and he the, that teacher actually yelled at the girl who called her fat. Wow! Like, like how could you say that to her? Basically, mm-hmm. like, like you're why she's like this. Like, well, if she can't tough it out, then she's not cut out for this. Wow! That's, 
Oh, she was just giving her these words of encouragement and it made her like she looks healthy now-ish. Like she, she looks she, she looks better. She can actually sing now because when she was in Eden Force throwing herself up, she couldn't sing. She couldn't really talk. She like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But now she's like there. She's like healthier now. You hear her voice. Her voice is beautiful. Oh, so this and, is the past. What? This is the past? No, no, no. This is current. This is current. Oh. Oh, so uh, she was the, the fi- no, like no, the 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 whole thing of Yamada is happening now. Like mm-hmm. everything I'm talking about now was happening. The only thing that was in the past was a uh, Narada being kissed by her mother's sugar daddy type of thing. That's so wild. That was the only thing that was really past and that kind of stalker. But we're going by now, where it was more by Yamada and her eating disorder. They talk about eating disorders in general. Then mm-hmm. the people that struggle with eating disorder. So I felt that was a nice actual subject to touch on. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about how what's going on with the other girls. Mm. I feel like it. I feel like there's a theme to it, <laughs> like what Narada of Narada hated Med and type of ordeal, like because she got he got she got kissed by this older guy that he wanted to touch her, and now Yamada with the eating disorder. So I'm curious about who's next and what's their issue. <laughs> I'm considering picking this up, dude. Honestly, I, I would. I, I say it's worth watching. This is definitely worth watching. This is one that I'm actually glad I picked up on, like, Nighthead. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I, I believe that's it for the ones we're watching solo. We're going to take one more commercial break, and we're going to run down the ones we're watching together. Stay tuned. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, we're back. All right, uh, so we're gonna, now we're going to talk about the stuff we're watching together. And what should, what should, what should we start with? Uh, sorry, I was reading stuff about Kageki Shoko. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, now, now you got stuff with the... It's early. It's still early to binge it. So yeah, it is. It's uh, I added it to the queue, bro. God damn it! I didn't want to, but I guess I will. I, I, it, it trust me, it's worth it. <sighs> Son of a bitch. All, All right. right, what do we? What do we? What do you want to start with today? Jeez, nuts! No, I'm just kidding. Hey. Right. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Um, Not I'm picking. I mean, let's just go with re. I mean, we we always start with with realist. But I mean, you know, let's start. No, you know what? Let's start with one of the good ones. Let's start off with Aquatope. All right, let's start with Aquatope. That's let's that's a great about, one. Yeah, let's talk about Aquatope this week because I, I always like saving remake for second to last because it's my favorite. So uh, this this was a this was a great episode. This was a great episode. It really was one of the better episodes of the season. I agree. Uh, we we find out more about. Uh, wait, we're finally getting the Yuri vibes, folks. <laughs> A little bit, a little yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're we're seeing another employee. What was his name? The the older, uh, the older, the older gentleman. Uh, fuck. I, I mean, he had a nickname. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just forgot the fucking name. Oh man, it's gonna. Um, gotcha. <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, call him old dude for now. Osan. Call him Osan. Osan. All right. Basically, uh, he accidentally freaked out Fuka because he was in the closet and uh, in the fridge. 
mm-hmm. never seen him before, so the mm-hmm. natural reaction is fucking freaking out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I, I, what what was this event called for them? You know the uh, name of the event that they were? Uh, it's the touch pool. The touch pool, yeah. So where they get to touch the penguins and all that. The animals, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fishes. And and, they, and then one of them recognizes Fuka as his idol. To the point where Fuku starts getting overwhelmed and Kukuru starts going to her to basically calm her down ordeal. Mm-hmm. And then, what you call it? They, were, they had this talk and they start holding hands, type of thing. Like, I, I can understand you better if we touch ET. <laughs> <laughs> but they had this moment, like, you feel like you know this is where it's going to lead to them eventually being a Yuri, most likely. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be a, a most likely Yuri. It got that vibe. I do agree with you, but I, 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 it's a slow build. Like it's not hinted. Like, well, because think... you know, because you know what it is. It's you see the other kid. He likes um Fuka. What's his face? Which one? Uh, the um the short hair one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kai. Kai. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, because just... because Kuya hates girls. Apparently. Yeah. Well, he hates working with girls. He hates working with girls. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Because yeah. I mean, but yeah, no, I think Kai and, and Fuka are, are developing a little something very slowly. Um, I see that possibly blooming in terms of the relationship. And not to mention also Kukuru also kind of, I think she may have something for Kai too, less than Fuka. Um, but I think there may be something going on with Kai. I think Kai and definitely ends up with one of the girls. Um, probably Fuka, because I don't think Kukuru is really taking Kai seriously since she just cares just about saving the, uh, the, the, the aquarium. So I get the whole principle of there may be Yuri vibes. There definitely was Yuri vibes this episode. If Yuri has happened, I wouldn't complain or I wouldn't be upset about it or it wouldn't, you know, yeah, whatever. That, but yeah, but so I don't. It's still too early, but it's one of those. I, I, it's just more of it's just a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't shock me, but I don't. Uh, I'll lean against it. I'll take. I'll be yeah. the opposite. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in. The, I'm in the middle, like fifty-five percent towards them. <laughs> yeah, you're betting for. I'm betting against. I would ship them. Now that's a different story. Oh, yeah. I would ship them, but yeah, you know, we already established Kukuru was the top. Yes, she's Midoriya. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, she's not a power bottle. <laughs> I, I could be wrong this time. <laughs> and then, uh, shocker! It ends with Fuka's mother being at the aquarium. Really? You didn't see the after credit? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Kukuru Fuka were walking to the aquarium. They see a lady standing by the door and she turns around and they see Fuka freak out. Yeah, it's Fuka's mother. Wow. I did not know that. This is why you gotta watch. <laughs> I don't, because I I try to be blind. Wow. I gotta pay attention more to when the times end. So if I know, because I mean you'll know if there's like if there's gonna be an afterbirth. Yeah. Basically from the time. Uh the, the end of the end. Yeah, the end of the theme is still great. <laughs> yeah. Visually, and then the music for it. Oh, stellar. Stellar. Show. Oh, yeah. It's, it's spectacular. Uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoy this episode. I definitely like this anime more as we, as we go on. Oh. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely excited for, for this week with uh, the mother being involved now. So we'll see what happens in that regard. Ooh, some drama. Oh, yeah. She wants to take her back. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Anyway, next one. Next one. Let's go with Detective is already dead. I was thinking that too. We get a siesta episode, everyone. Yes, and she's fucking thick. You know, 
that wasn't what I was going to lead off with, but that's not fa- that's I, not factually inaccurate. But but no, it starts with her in the bikini, so I had to I had to comment it. Pale pale girl with big tits. No, the thighs, man. Fuck fuck the tits, the thighs. Thighs. <laughs> I don't know what thighs are in Japanese, but I, I saw opai. The opa, yeah. <laughs> the the opa, yeah. bro. But she has every she has the she has the she has the ass, she has the fire, she has the opi. She's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, but didn't start necrophiliacs. <laughs> oh my god. This oh, third, I think this is the third oh, week Captain that, Hero. Bro, I think it's the third week in a row where you've said some type of necrophiliac joke. No, I said I said comatose for last week. And it led into necrophilia. If, uh, hey, that's got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Anyway, it's the oh. flash- this is an actual legit flashback episode. It Two is. years ago, Siesta and Kibihiko. Yes. Uh, I've... What, was, what was that villain's name? The girl? Uh... Right. You know, this shows how prepared we are because we should have names of these motherfuckers. In here. But uh, no, it's not in the cast. <laughs> There's so many characters to keep up on. Is it not in the cast list? No, she's not in the cast list. I mean, uh, she she looks like Nagisa, but I feel like she is Nagisa in the back deep down. <laughs> let me go to my oh, fuck. Let me go to my fucking stories because you know, at the end of the day, I write all this stuff out. I write summaries in my sto- in my stories. Right. So and I, but I never... anyway, while you're doing that, they're on a mission. And they see this guy that transforms chameleon. They show chameleon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, CS is like, hey, you stole him while I'm in the I'm in the bag with a sniper, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, eventually he gets shot, but uh, still alive until that bitch <laughs> that uh, we, don't, we don't know her name. How? What? How? 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 Codename How? Okay, yes, right, sorry. Uh, how decapitates Chameleon. And, uh, it's that, not Chameleon, yeah. it's Severus. It's Severus, dude. Chameleon. I mean, Chameleon would make sense, but it's Severus. Right, okay, yeah. They're, they're not in the cast list. I, 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 just, yeah, I, wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect Severus to be, but maybe how. But in any case. But me yeah, neither, but yeah. They're, they're, talking they're, about Severus, guys. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go men, people. Go men. <laughs> Uh, Kibihiko was finding Cerberus. He was holding up on his own for a while until he, he got his ass kicked, and then CS shoots him. Mm-hmm. Ah, you can't kill me, bitches, and how decapitates him. Dum, boom, done. Uh, that's that. Uh, again, I know people said that's Nagisa, like, mm-hmm. like past, like before. I highly doubt that, despite them looking similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, I, I'm actually glad we got a flashback episode. I'm glad we got more siesta. Yeah, like we like we know she's dead, but it's just nice seeing them all, together before. <laughs> in all sincerity, dude, it, it's night and day. Whenever you see Siesta and you see um and you see uh Nagi or yeah, Natsunagi, Natsunagi, yeah, it really too is many night Nagi, and day. There's too many Nagisas. So. Yeah, this season there's too many Nagisas. No, but I mean, when it boils down to it, it really is night and day. And there's nothing against Natsunagi, but it's just. Siesta just hits different, dude. Like, and we're not talking about her, her looks or her thickness or her any of that. We're we're talking about just the acting. <laughs> the character is just so fucking dope, dude. And she and her and fucking Kimmy just it hits different when they're together. And you can really see in in this episode specifically just the how their chemistry developed over those two years. Because keep in mind, this episode is technically halfway between the time they met and half the time she dies. Right. Um, they were together for four years, and then she dies for reasons we don't know yet. So this is halfway through. 
through. They've already developed two years of chemistry. By this point, they've already struggled together. They've been dead broke. They've traveled the world together. They've almost died together. Um, I mean, they've been through some shit, dude. So, I mean, you can see how strong their bond is um, and how easy their chemistry is. And it's going to take a while for him and Asanagi to be able to develop that, I believe, if they go that route in terms of telling that story. But, um, yeah, dude, like it just whenever you see Siesta and she's in an episode and she's contributing to the episode, it just hits different, I think. And it's pretty obvious now at this point. Right, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's definitely gonna be a lot of big stuff happening as we go on. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely keeps you interested. That that's the main thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But definitely another great episode. Uh, this, this has been enjoy- this has honestly been enjoyable so far. This this series. So it definitely has. Definitely, definitely, definitely has. All right, then we start with two good ones. I start now. Let's go to mediocre. Realist hero. <laughs> mediocre. I didn't mind it. It, it was it was okay. It was it, funny. It was it, one of the funnier yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was more funny, but I think progression-wise, not fully. <laughs> yeah, people are complaining about the progression of it. I, I didn't mind it as much. You saw I, I, a tip. There, there was definitely not as much here. Yeah. I, I will say that. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that ending goes. Yeah, I mean, basically, what happened in, in, Realist, in Realist Hero, is how the Realist rebuilt the kingdom, is uh, we finish off the uh, the food episode with them and their take on udon noodles. And apparently, you know... It's it, a it, gel slime. Yeah, it's a gel <laughs> They're slime. They're eating Rimuru. <laughs> They're eating Rimuru. I thought that, too. Dude. They're eating I, poor Rimuru, folks. They're eating Rimuru's family. How dare they? The, the OP guy just turned into spaghetti. <laughs> and, of course, he tastes pretty good. Yes. So, um, but no, so they, they finish off with that. And then um, basically we get to the scene where Marx, um, which is the prime minister, the old guy who was working under the, the, the original king, he resigns and he uh, recommends Hay- Hayate. Is that his name? The the, the, the intellectual guy. Hayate? Uh, Hakuya. Hakuyu. Sorry. Yeah. Hakuya, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he recommends Hakuya um over to uh be replace him and he's like all right you know whatever that's cool i understand that's fine we'll re- announce it at a different time though and so hockey is like listen I- i'm gonna recommend you take a day off and he's like you know he said time off and then uh he's like do you have more, like, more like be going out with the people basically <laughs> yeah so basically he's like wait i don't even have time to time he's like you're right but i've arranged for you to take the day off go ahead and go out into the town and go ahead and take Leisha with you and make a little date out of it. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh, Dato, Dato. Yeah. And you know, it was a funny moment. And then they also mentioned about how like, Oh, but we need like a Brit. We, we need like some sort of escort. We, we can't just go out alone. And so he's like, Oh, well go ahead and take uh, Alicia with you. Um, which is the, uh, the dark elf. So the three Aisha. of them, Aisha. Yeah. I said, Aisha. I said, I said, Alicia. No, they sound so similar. They, they do sound, sound similar. similar. I thought it took me. I did get them confused at the beginning, but I got them now. Yeah. No, I said Alicia. But yeah, in any case, eventually. yeah. So they go out in um, they go out in uh, in like kids, not kids uniforms, fucking um, uh, oh, magic school uniforms. Magic school uniforms. Yeah, and, and of course they look sexy as shit. Uh, the two girls. Aisha. Aisha. Especially too, looks, too thick for her, but it's good. Oh Lord God, God. Um, <laughs> we digress. Anyway, so they go out in town, um, and yeah, it, it's a funny episode as a whole. Um, and toward the end, we find out, uh, or let me phrase that, Kazuya finds out that uh, polygamy is in fact welcome in this uh, in this world, in this town. Um, 
Yeah, like, yeah, because because it started with Aisha wanting to be in bed with cousins. Yeah, like, I, oh, I, I, I had this arranged marriage, and she's like, yeah. you know, this is fine, right? Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not gonna love it, but I'm not gonna hate it either. Um, but I give you, I give you no more than eight wives, because apparently there's eight days in a week, not seven days a week in this in this uh, world. So there's yeah. eight days a week. So I'll allow you eight wives, and of course, uh, uh, what's her face? Nona is her name. Which one? The uh, other girl. Uh, the blue, Juna. The blue hair. Yeah, blue, yeah, Juna. Juna, Juna and Aisha are like, oh, yeah, whatever, da-da-da. And Alicia's like, mm, with a little potty face, but it's cute, you know, whatever. And um, he's like, oh, he, he doesn't immediately jump on it, but he kind of, you know, has an idea. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was, like, debating. He was thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Like, what kind of harm is this? And it, it made me chuckle. And then the episode ends with uh, some couple arguing in the uh, in Juna. Oh, by the way, they went to go eat at Juna's um, cafe where she performs. Um, and they have the udon noodles, the, the slime noodles. And um, they have that conversation. So, um, yeah, I agree. It, there's not a lot of progression. We did see it's a tidbit of action um, because before this, basically, uh, Kazuya had to go and grab Alicia and Alicia, um, and they were uh, sword practicing together. They were practicing their sword combinations with ice and with wind. Um, and so we saw a tiny tidbit of action. Um, you can call it a tiny tidbit. It's not like full action, but it was pretty decent for the little five seconds that it was. So um, not a lot of things happened. It was a funny episode. I'm curious to see how this progresses. Um, I guess you, yeah, I guess you could say it was mediocre. But I enjoyed it, so yeah, it's still enjoyable. But it's just like, eh, it's, I'd say like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to uh, girlfriend, girlfriend, because I thought this was also semi mediocre. Yeah, um, I didn't like that fucking um, old girl's a fucking creep, dude. Oh, Rika, Rika's a creep. She's a super creep. Like, who the fuck stalks somebody? Find out where they live. Pitches a tent in the fucking backyard. And like, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to, you know, in the freezing cold, I'm going to work out and I'm going to like take a shower like outside. And like, oh, man, like it was Rika's a creep, but we got a lot of Opie. So that was a good episode, I guess. Over the whole, <laughs> got... No, but oh, yeah. um, it, it was survival of the fittest. Essentially. It was survival of the fittest. Like, bro, literally freaking uh, what's her face? Uh, Rika became Bear Grylls. It was fucking. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny and pretty creepy all at the same time, and so and then basically we get that episode, and so uh, Nagisa and uh, Saki uh, felt threatened by the fact, like, oh, this girl with amazing tits is and showing herself off in a bikini, taking a shower in the backyard. It's like, it's like no, like no, he's, like they're like no, he's gonna cave in. <laughs> no, he's gonna cave in because he's fucking, he's a pervert. And so while he's showering, they barge in while he's taking a bath. And they're in their bikinis, and they're like, "Oh, we want you to touch us, and we want you to like, we want to hang out notice more, us. get closer to you." Yeah, notice us. And um, Saki, or no, first off, Nagisa, uh, Nagisa trips. Yeah, Nagisa trips and ends up with his opai in Noya's face. And how Noya doesn't get a boner throughout this, I don't know, but he uh, did. He he he, he, he keeps himself in control. He keeps himself in control after having uh, uh, Nagisa's beautiful tits in his face. And then and Saki's so, like, I'm gonna do this now. But, and she starts her, waving like a retard. No, 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 no. With her like, yeah, but yeah, her tits, her tits are too short. She's got no tits. And she ends up undoing her bra. And uh, Naya sees full titty. And she's like, Did you see it? And he goes, Yeah, a little bit. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so Hazakashi. And then, you know, she's like, Oh, wait, but then I'm ahead of uh, Nagisa. Woo! Yep. <laughs> and so that was pretty funny. Um, and we're going to see how this love triangle. Or now Love Square. Basically, it's going to become a Love Square. I'm curious to know how they're going to incorporate uh, Saki's best friend. Because, yeah, honest to God, honest to God, I think she's the cutest girl out of the four. No, that's a fate. And even the manga, Shino is my favorite. Is she really? Yeah, uh, she's actually not dating 
like she's not fully in it. She's just more like she's staying there to keep an eye on him and Saki, basically. Mm. But gets in these, but still gets in those situations where it happens, like whatever happens, happens type of thing. But yeah, she's not in the harem, but she lives there because basically doesn't trust Noya. I love Shino, bro. She's just so pretty. Like she oh, knows- yeah. Oh, no, she's fucking gorgeous. She's so gorgeous out of them all. Followed by Nagisa, and then Saki, and then fucking creep-ass Rika. That, that, that was kind of where I wrecked him, actually. Bro, those eyes. Bro, his fucking eyes are... I can't get over his eyes anymore, dude. Like, his eyes are so, like, creepy and fucking, like, pervy and, like, super etchy. He's got super etchy slash murder eyes. Like, I'm not not a fan of, of it's, him it's just, more, it's just more of whoever whoever breaks up with him you're gonna find the body yeah like bro that bitch is dead like yo if he doesn't fucking give him fucking manko then it's a wrap bro like rest in peace yeah. like no, uh dude, but yeah that. uh despite rika being a bit much it was we still got plenty of laughs yeah 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 it, this wasn't one of the best episodes i think of the season but you know hey it was still enjoyable for what it was so all right, uh, no, no thoughts on that. Moving on, Duke of Death. Good episode. Good episode. Definitely a lot of progression this time. We see yeah. Zane. We finally see Zane. I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. It was more about Viola going mm-hmm. there, groping mm-hmm. Alice's breast in front of Bochan. Bochan. Yeah, but that was us. And then she's of course simping over Rob. <laughs> It's so creepy. And I, we, I, but, and that, we find out, panther. by the way. I, yeah, I was gonna say I found out for the first time that a panther is a, a younger person that likes older people instead of the older person liking the younger person. That's a that's a a, a, a cougar. Um, well, I guess I was a panther. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a panther, uh, basically. Yeah, panther. I, you know, I was gonna ask you that because I saw that your your significant other is significantly older than you, dude. I was like, wow. I, I, that's me. Even before them, I've been with older people. Really? Yeah. Even when I was younger. Yeah. Oh shit. And they're just more mature. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, in the bedroom too, basically. But who's who, who's hey, who's counted? Who's counted? Hey, anyway. USA Smash! <laughs> I had to switch it up instead of Detroit. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, we get the nice wholesome <laughs> episode with um, well, at the beginning, I should say, semi wholesome, where Viola tries to win over Rob. Of Viola's totally simping yeah, over the making bread. <laughs> yeah, they're making pan and 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 they make very cute pan. They make nekopan. Nekopan. Yes. Nekopan is very kawaii. Um and so yeah, they have that nice episode where but it was like a nice family yeah. like family and we got, got Boch sorry, I mean I don't mean to cut you off. But we got Bochan sipping over Alice after Alice was a student in the viola charm as she called it. <laughs> yeah, charm of viola. Real yes. whatever, yeah. And then we and then we definitely got a nice moment in the Alice's room with Alice and Viola. Like I kind of wish you were my sister type of thing. Yeah, that talking was. about her crush. Yeah, even though it is Bochan. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and you know Viola knows it too. But it, it overall is very nice because we see, like I said, the fi- the family dynamic between Bo- Viola and Bochan, and you can tell even though Viola gives her a lot of shit and vice versa. Like there, there's some genuine love because of the fact that she's the only family member that still visits him and still. Yeah. Like, Asks. And you can tell, like, you know, she cares about Alice and she wants Alice to be a good fit for Bolchon. And Rob is just completely out of the fucking picture between them. But, you know, hey, they, I they, love they, Rob. <laughs> they, Rob is awesome, but, like, you know, between him and Viola, that's not going to happen. But they entertain yeah, it. Just, say, just like, you said, like, that ain't happening. You're, my, you're more of yeah. your grandkid. <laughs> yeah, you're more of my grandchild, which is pretty funny. Um, And yeah, dude, and we get, like I said, like you just said, the sister sister um, vibe, how I wish I had an older sister. And they have, like, their little girl time, which is very nice. And um, yeah, that part of the, of the episode. Is very very wholesome. I felt. 
Yep. And then we go with uh, then we we get the appearance of Zane. The friend Cap is looking for. Mm-hmm. AC Zane is checking out Alice the whole time because mm. honestly, how can you blame him? <laughs> so he doesn't have a human face. He has a fucking yeah, like a, a parrot, a crow. Like, well, he's a white crow, so he's got a crow. He's got a crow's face. Meanwhile, uh, Cap. Yeah, calf. Calf. Yeah, cuff. Like, yeah. Cuff. It's cuff. Even though they have yeah. a calf as the in the in the right, analyst, yeah. but it's cuff in the anime. Basically, they have her um, as a human, which is interesting. Anyway, so um, Zane basically stares at uh, Alice's opai the whole episode, which pisses off Bochan. And at the same time, that Bochan tells Alice, "Hey, I met a, a strange, uh, strange fellow. It happens to be a uh, talking white crow." Um, she's like, "Oh, it's funny you say that. I found a cuff, and she's in my breast." Out. <laughs> and she's she's wiggles out. She's like, oh, don't do that in my breast. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, they're finally re, they're finally reunited. Uh, they have fun. Yeah, and they said so thank you. Zane says, hey, you could have this place to meet the witches where they meet. Mm-hmm. Like, well, help, like at a certain day, we'll take you there. Yeah, so we're getting that progression finally. Yeah, on the night of the blood moon, we're gonna take you to see the witches. We're not gonna help you with the witches, only if you get yourself in trouble, we'll help you. Um, but you could do your own investigation there. This will be your best chance to try and find out more answers to your questions. Which is very interesting. So yeah, we're gonna get some character we're gonna get some progression with the story itself. Um I feel like we get even though we get we get a lot of subtle character progression. We get a lot of character progression through their feelings more than we get actually get the characters. No, that's the thing. I love that though. I, I yeah, do, it's not a bad I, thing. I definitely love that, but I, I I I am more interested in the curse as well, so we're actually gonna get that. Uh but yeah, definitely another banger. Uh, now this one you're you're gushing about like, this is a great episode too. Mm-hmm. Remake our life. Well, let's get to it. God damn it. I love remake so much. So basically, it's, so um, <laughs> it's just so goddamn good, dude. So um, we get a little hint of uh, Nanako and um, uh, uh, Kyoya. Um, and uh, yeah, we get that little hint of them and, and their relationship. Uh, Kyoya is continuous continuing to help Nanako throughout their relationship or throughout their like singing process. Um and we see her as she develops and she's taking her singing seriously. She's working out with the with the with the singing senpai. Um she's working out with, with singing, things like that. And he's editing the videos, making her perfect. And so uh, they have this festival and they have the, the festival goes off well. They do a little maid cafe. They make a lot of money, a lot of cute stuff. Um uh lowly girl. I, God damn it, I forget it's something with a K now and I forget her fucking name. Um, but in any case, she's is there. She's like, Oh, now you owe me twofold, which is gonna end up benefiting, I think, uh uh in, in the long run. But in any case, there's supposed to be a special at the end of the at the end of the uh, event, there's supposed to be a special um guest and it's supposed to be somebody famous and that person yeah, bails. yeah for the concert right yeah for the concert there's a special concert and it's supposed to be a famous guest and that person bails and they have nobody to sing. So Kyoya volunteers uh Nanako. And oh, I forgot to mention this. Before this happened, um, Kyoya and um, and Shinoaki were at an art exhibit, and he recognizes the name of the art that Shino's looking at, staring at, and appreciating. He, he recognizes the artist, and he's like, I've seen that name before, and he tries to think. He suddenly goes into like a whirlwind and passes out. Um, when he comes to, he's on Shinoaki's lap, and he's like, oh, I gotta get up. Shinoaki's like, no, lay down, you know, whatever. And Shinoaki begins to confess her feelings for him, and as they're about to kiss, um, the phone rings, and he gets presented with this issue of the of the missing singer so he gets there they have this discussion and he 
volunteers Nanako. And Nanako's like, oh my god, I can't do it, I can't do it. And she freaks the fuck out and runs. And he's yes. like, guys, don't worry about it. Buy me some time. Like, we're good. And then I'll go get her. And basically find out that they've started uploading their videos to um to, to their YouTube channel, to the you know Japanese YouTube uh, uh, within the country, and that she's gotten a lot more views than what they thought. She's gotten over 23,000 views. And so he basically told her, like, listen, you, you have nothing to be afraid of. You work really hard. You're going to do fantastic. You're going to have new fans. And listen, you've already sunk to thousands of people, so what's a few hundred people really in by reality? And this really drives uh, Nanako, and she goes out there, and she sings to her heart's content. She sings her soul out, and it's fantastic. Everyone loves it. She's putting on a fantastic show. She's gaining her fans, like he said. And in the middle of the, of, in the, middle of the crowd, he really puts two and two together and he finally realizes that nanako is part of that golden generation and her name is nana the the singing uh the singing person of the golden yeah. generation and he really mentions to himself he's like as much as i came back in this remake of my life to be able to to, to redo my myself and and get myself where i wanted to be i realized that i think i was brought here on purpose so i can help uh, the golden generation get to where they're going to get to as well and that was a very exactly. nice moment um toward the end of the episode as the as an after credit scene that basically rolled um uh uh, Shinoaki brings uh, Kyoya to a secluded place um, where they're starting to tear down the entrance to the uh, to the yeah, festival. Yeah, I feel like they were just overwhelmed with the crowd. They did. They, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they they took a break. <laughs> yeah, Shinoaki was supposedly overwhelmed. She was drinking water and she's like, "Yeah, I'm good. You know, whatever." And you know, they're having a nice moment to each other. Suddenly, Shinoaki jumps up and you know starts looking at Kyoya, and Kyoya's like, "Are you good?" And she goes, "Oh, I was just noticing that we're the same height when you're sitting down and I'm standing up." And he goes, "Yeah, you know." And as he's talking, Shinoaki with Without any warning, just goes in, gives him a nice kiss. Um, nothing sexual, just a very nice, beautiful kiss. And it was a really touching moment. And she's like, sorry, I got carried away in that moment. And he's like, oh, you think you got carried away? It's kind of funny. Um, but what's not so funny is as they, they're sharing that moment together, that very intimate and very loving and nice moment, um, Nanako is coming over to Kyoya with a, a crepe. Because she's like, I got two crepes to celebrate our event. And she probably might have been trying to maybe tell his feelings, her feelings. Right, too, yeah, too, that's why she, she just... Made. She, yeah. she didn't she didn't like react she just saw them yeah she didn't like, react she didn't, or... she, yeah she didn't cry she didn't react she didn't cock block she didn't yell or scream but she just stood there with her mouth open with two crepes in her hand and that's how the episode ends so starting next week we're going to start getting some drama um in the series and I, i'm looking forward to it and i'm really not looking forward to it because this is where shit's going to hit the fan and oh man but well that's the face stuff like this had to happen sooner had, or later but had, but yeah. now we know what that sooner or later was right now it's just this relationships Yes, it's college. So what do you what do you expect? <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I I definitely love this. I love the progression of Nanako. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think with Shinoaki and uh, Hashiba, it was kind of obvious that they were going to be more of an item. Especially I called that, but I called that from I called that from the oh, line. Yeah. No, you definitely called it, but it, it just made sense. Well, Eko was more of the respect, like, hey, you were my boss type of thing. Yeah, Eko's. But, yeah. but I feel like she's going to get her moment next. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say so. No, I don't think Echo's gonna be last. I honestly, that's, that's what I said. Like you got Nadeko coming up, and then well, is gonna get his moment. I think with uh, Suya, with uh, what's his name, uh, Suyuki, the the yeah. director. 
Sorry he's going to get his moment with, he, and he already did get a little moment with him because of the fact that he came up with the idea that he had in his vault, even though he had known about it from 10 years in the past already, and that's how he came up with it. Um, so he's had that little moment, but he's going to get have his coming to Jesus moment with Suyuki. With um, and I think that Aiko is going to be last. And Aiko throughout this is going to be building her feelings, building her feelings. And it, it's going to, I think, at the same time that her and Nanako are going to confront each other or confront Kyoya with their feelings, they might confront each other and they may be able to resolve whatever issues they have but at, the, at right. the cost of of being rejected by Kyoya because he's going to be with Aki. So, um, yeah, I'm really... Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This again, this storytelling between this storytelling, Aquatope storytelling, um, and then uh, what's it called? The other storytelling for, um, um, I guess, Duke of Death. Um, yeah. three, three of the better storytellings uh, this week, and then also the 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 minuscule storytelling within Detective. And I, I mean minuscule, not as in terms of not like enough storytelling, but minuscule is in like minute. I should say minute storytelling, like the minute details um, that we get from Siesta and. Um, and uh kimi um a great 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 week of storytelling same thing with revengers same thing with my hero same thing with eternity a fantastic week of storytelling throughout anime um and we'll talk about uh, there's even more storytelling in our last uh anime that we'll talk about here momentarily but just to get yes. back to remake um yeah dude remake uh, god damn it it's my fucking anime of the season bar fucking none dude a bar goddamn none yeah. it, i it's i can't do it as much as we love uramichi which is our second this, this... It's definitely a strong contender for my favorite, though. It's mine. Clear. Clear. Now, as... I, 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 say, I love Remake, but this one might take it for me. Yeah, not, not now. But I'm saying, if it keeps getting better, this one might. Yeah, for me, Remake. This, this is definitely a close second. It's like a very, very close second. Remake is my number one. I've uh, realist. I'm not realist. Um, Urumichi's second to me. Not so close, but not distant. It's not a runaway by any means. But yeah, just, just I can't stress. I cannot stress. Every week I come on this show and I, I, I just tell remake, 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 remake. But God damn it, dude! Like, you know, as someone who's a slice of life like lover, that I that's why I'm adding Kageki Shogo to, to that because it's another beautiful slice of life, and I'm not gonna be prepared for the. Tears I'll shed for that because I haven't really cried for any of these um, this uh, this season. There's not a lot of well, tears. Well, it didn't happen yet, so it hasn't happened yet. But I mean, fuck, man, like remake from the storytelling to the animation to the details that they that they show to the implications uh, and the, the the meanings uh, of their story and, and the characters the character development um the investment that were that were they're building very well within me and within the viewers for their characters it's goddamn it's a1 dude like i'm I, every day i watch this every every week i should say i watch this show and i think to myself i want to make it a five i want to make it a five and i'm holding off i try to hold off until the very end with uh, around three quarters to go is when I start giving it ratings. It's a five. This is a fucking five for me, dude. Like it's getting there, bro. So it's not going to, oh, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to beat fruits baskets. I'll tell you that much. As much as I love remake, it's not going to beat fruits, but th as it stands right now, remake is definitely one in my top five animes of the season. Um, without a doubt, I think so. Uh, or year, I should say, let me phrase yeah. that. Not season. It's obviously number right. one season, but yeah. in any case, please, 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 please. Why guys, guys, please watch remake if you want to enjoy a fantastic storytelling involving adults that struggle through adult situations um and you appreciate good anime good storytelling um relationships uh humor watch this and, and again this and then the next one that we're going to talk about that we'll get into right now life lessons of uramichi onisan if you want to just die piss yourself fucking laughing please please yeah. please piss yourself laughing to this shit <laughs> 
Yeah, God that, the week the week just started, but this is so far the best episode of the week. <laughs> yeah, God, easy. Oh my fucking god! I, I, I was blowing you up last night, dude. I was like, this shit is so fucking funny. And yeah, like, and then I watched this like a couple of hours ago, and yeah. <laughs> oh I was my, was hilarious. Tell me this riddle, like where, like what's <laughs> up that kids have and don't don't have that first like Clowns. nap time. No, first was like yeah, nap time and all this. Clowns. Okay, Clowns. good answer. So there's like they're fun. all right. Hope. Keep it going. Hope, hope. Love. <laughs> fun. I was like, he all correct. Sickle. He's correct. Yeah, uh, yeah, but before that, uh, they're like the director was like, hey, uh, I don't like this entrance anymore. Do a backflip. You're a gymnast. Yeah, he's he's like, I changed my butt. He was fucking like he. Yeah, he, he. Oh man, I, I was hoping that he would like throw. Uh, he was I, not I, pre- He was not appreciative. He actually felt I, legit dude, upset. I was, really he was hoping, attention. I was really hoping that he would that Urumichi would lose his shit and throw a kid at him. I was really hoping he would eat a kid at the <laughs> fucking director. <laughs> oh, I wish I. I would have fucking gone ballistic, laughing my ass off, bro. If he oh. would have straight took and grab a kid by the fucking like scruff of his neck and yeeted it at the fucking director. He's straight up. He's like, "Oh, do a backflip." He does the backflip. Eh, I think you know you walking better is fine. He's like, "Wait." He's like, "You didn't do multiple backflips." So he gets himself all tied up. He gets himself prepared. He's like. And he does like a whole like triple triple uh what's it called um what are those called um back triple flip like cartwheel no um it's an actual like gymnastic term he does like a triple tumble basically he does a triple tumble yeah, um, yeah and that only for the director to take a fucking phone call. only for him to take a wrong number phone call and he turns around and he's like oh i'm sorry i missed it urumichi looked like he was going to commit murder yeah he he, he was legit up. upset like he felt so unappreciated <laughs> And then the guy's like, I appreciate you. You're the best on Nissan ever. And he's like, your, your, your approval it, means nothing to me. I know. And then it, it, then it transitions over to the next scene. Let me show Nissan. Yeah. <laughs> or Toby Kichi. I'm just going to say that. Oh, the, 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 the Kuma bear, right? Yeah. The, the, the bunny. The bunny bear. Pion. The one that, the one that gets Pion. abused. Pion. I fucking died laughing, bro. Every the time. Po- the, the poor and, guy. And, Every fucking time, bro. He just get fucking, bro. It's like it's a miracle he hasn't called fucking uh, uh, the the uh, oh, goddamn the the people. I'm surprised he didn't kill himself. I mean, bro, we don't know. There's still five episodes, seven episodes to go. They fucking happen. <laughs> but anyway, after being called out again, being attacked by this kid show every week. <laughs> oh my god, dude! How dare you? How fucking dare you? It's funny shit, dude. It, it really... is, but Urubishi gets a smile when the kid asks, like, hey, can I come to your concert? Like, he actually felt... I, I, I felt a genuine smile from him. Yeah, he felt, like, really, like, you like, know... I, 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 I want to come see you. It was a touching moment. Very, very touching moment. I was like, oh, And then it got back to depressive, where this uh, rehearsal coach kicked Toby Kichi in the nuts and... I fucking died laughing. I'm like, oh, he just got dick shot. Oh, shit. He just got dick punched or kicked. I'm dead. He's got dick kicked. Yeah. And I, then uh, you could tell was like, I'm taking a paid leave after this. He's like, be and, real. You don't get paid leave, dude. And then Utah's like, I'm going to get married. And then Urubish is like, don't jinx it. <laughs> it was a fucking funny, 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 funny. And funny. then these songs. Time. In the yeah. concert, it, you know the first one wasn't that bad, but the second one really hit me. Yeah, like, the the cat one. Oh my god! 
<laughs> I live for nothing except my cat. <laughs> That's like life is meaningless and all this. I like this is for kids. This is for fucking kids. <laughs> oh my god, bro! It is a reason why kids are like in school six days a week and they become fucking engineers and and yeah, scientists. Yeah. And They're then answer because of the fact they have no fucking hope in in their life when they watch it. And then the next song was. Legit sad, not funny sad. <laughs> like we got, we go from happy to happy sad to legit sad. Where Uemichi is alone while the rest, the crew are having a party. Yeah, dude, that is true. I was but like, not, oh my still, god, like well, what happened? Part of the concert. That that con that part's not called the part of the concert. But yeah, that was actually, you know, that was a really somber way to end it. As much as we died laughing, and as much as there were funny points even during that song, just to see him by himself and like he gets bit by a crab just so he can. I honestly, I felt he like, still he still lets it in the water like. Bro, and he threw it, no, but I honestly, if you look at that scene, it made me feel like he got bit by the crab because he wanted to feel something other than what he felt. That's yeah. what I got out of that. And that that was pretty raw when I thought of that, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Dude. Yeah, basically, basically, and it was like, yeah, it was a really somber end where it was just the realization. And I've really, you know, when you see an end like that, bro, you think to yourself, like, "Oh man, this might be some suicide shit." Because he goes home, he walks by himself, he has a moment with the crab, he gets bit by the crab, so he can yeah, feel. Yeah, he, he's like, he drinks, he drinks alone. He goes, yeah, he goes to the shower, he turns on the weather. The weather's supposed to be cloudy and rainy, and he has a, a beer by himself, and he goes to bed and turns everything off. Then he goes to bed and he's he stands there, stares at his phone, stares at his pinky where the crab bit him, and he's like, "This is my life." And it's like, bro, if you if they would have gone through the song and at the end you were bang with a gunshot, then you would that would have made sense. But that was a really somber way to end the show. But a great it was a, to me it was the best episode of the season, bar none. It was fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah, definitely hilarious. fantastic all yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did not expect it to be this good. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. This is also I would probably give it a five. And, and yeah, this was definitely under the radar. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely under the radar for sure. Um yeah, I mean, we'll see how Kageki Shogo is. We'll see how that goes. I, I didn't give it a shot, so. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it, yeah, it, 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 it's not up to yet, but it's definitely climbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 I think, it, I think it'll definitely make top five of the season if the way it's progressing keeps it up. Yeah, I, I have no doubt it'll get definitely in the top five for me in the season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about Vanitas too, but I just I'm not a fan of vampire stuff right now. Like I'm kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the vampire stuff. I would say wait, wait till we're halfway through, and then you'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll yeah, start. Okay. It, it's still early. It's still early. So, but I'll, we're gonna get like 24 right. episodes. So. All right. I'll start Shoujo. I maybe I'll be able to, to binge it before then. I would imagine so. It's only five episodes. So. Well, uh, we're, we're four right now, and the next one is until. Uh, is it only four? There's only four right now. The next one's Saturday. Oh. No, it should be five, dude. It says airing episode six. There's five episodes, dude. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, no shit. All right, yeah, it's five. You an episode Sorry. behind? Oh. No, no, no. I'm caught up. The, the one I just saw, I was caught up. I, I thought I. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Ignore me. Mm. Ignore me. Anyway. Um, any final thoughts on uh, anything we saw this week, dude? Like I said, a very, very, very strong week of of of, uh, of weekly anime for sure. I mean, Detective was fire. Oh, yeah, we, Duke we, was we, very we, good. Uh, Onisan was the best. Was was that? Uh, goddamn! I, technically, the episode we just talked about with Onisan is this week's episode as we were yeah. recording. Um, July, yeah, and uh, last week was great too. And last week's was funny too. But man, 
like you said, as of this week episode of the season, bar none. And what I talked about, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, slime. That's also something that happened, um, today. Right. So, um, those are technically this week's, but in any case, yeah, dude, Aquatope was fantastic. Girlfriend, girlfriend was okay. Realist was okay. Remake was great. You know, uh, eternity was great. My hero academia was great. Revengers was great. It's very fucking solid. Tsukamichi is always con- consistent. Nexus is consistent. Million lives is the best one of the season bar none that week. Uh, slime, like I said, is good. Boruto, like usual, fantastic, very wholesome. Sunny boy starting to win you over slightly. Uh, villainous is villainous for you. Nighthead was meh. Vanitas was really good, as you talked about. Kikeki Shogo apparently is really good, so much so that I'm going to give it a shot. So very, 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 very strong week uh, for anime in this yep. week five. Uh, did we get any questions? For no, we didn't. Week? Get... No, All no. right, then let's uh, let's close it off with an anime recommendation. You pick a genre. Ah, uh, genre, genre, genre. Uh, mystery. Ooh, mystery. Okay. Uh, you're right, you go first. <laughs> uh, since I mentioned it. Um, you yeah. know what? One of the things that uh, two anime that uh, Revengers was built on, in case anybody doesn't know, the two anime that Revengers was inspired on was ReZero and Erased. Uh, for those who don't, everyone knows about ReZero. It's one of the more popular animes bar, right now, bar none in the industry. Oh, yeah. um, so I can recommend uh, easily uh, ReZero, but I'm going to recommend the other one, Erased. Um, you can find it on Netflix. It's really easy. Um, it has to do with a boy having to travel back in time uh, to save uh, his classmates who were abducted, raped, and murdered. Um, very, very heavy shit. Um, very thrilling. Uh, it's, a, it's definitely a thriller. Um, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I gave it, I believe, uh, four out of five. I'm mistaken, or three out of five. Three or four out of five. I don't know. Um, but uh, if anybody who's read the manga, it basically says that it was kind of rushed. That ending was botched. Um, I didn't mind the ending as much because I didn't read the manga. But if you do read the manga and you go back, you might be disappointed by that. But still, it doesn't negate the the powerful emotions and and the, the heavy themes of the of the show. So if you want to see a, a psychological thriller, um, with mystery and something that that has very heavy undertones um involving great murder and abuse and things of that nature for sure that would be something that i would recommend so i think i did give it a four out of five um four out of five anime for me so right. that would be my suggestion this week all right uh i'm going over classic this time loop in mm. the third mm. i love loop in the third it's like where you go with part two uh part one's okay but you go with it part three part four part five Mm-hmm. It's there. It's so fucking good. I, I part two is definitely my favorite. That's the one I grew up with. Obviously, uh, the movie that came out about a year ago. Yeah, the three D ish looking one. That was great. True. Yeah, I definitely got looping the third. But yeah, it, you can't go wrong looping the third. A lot of funny stuff. Uh, Goemon, Jigen, Lupin, Fujiko, Senegata. <laughs> mm. But uh but man, it's just wonderful characters, a lot of hijinks. What's honestly, what's just what's what's not to love? <laughs> you know, something I was going to recommend to you, Matthew. I asked you guys, I asked the, the admins, and you're in the admin chat. Um, I, I mentioned this uh, earlier. There's an anime that I was recommended, and some something I saw there, um, it, it, which is falls under the psychological thriller mystery called Monster. Have you seen that? Oh, I love Monster. I have. I was gonna say I, I have to watch that. Um, at some uh, point. Johan is legit my favorite anime villain. He's. I know. I know. I know. He's just so manipulative. Like, oh my yeah, god! I know the premise of Monster Ready. That's why I'm so like curious about it, dude. So, um, and you know, my my coworker recommended it to me. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, dude. So that would be another one yeah. out there for anybody out there that wants to watch. No, no, that definitely fits the mystery. 
Yeah, dude, monster. Uh, um, I, it's oh god, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I believe we we ate, we ate our cake as quick as we could. Well, we did decent time this time around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the editor for our budget cuts, time restraints, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being edged, forced to not come <laughs> while while we're climaxing. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, we're I mean, about to, and then like, stop right there. <laughs> Don't. No, it wasn't uh, that bad. It wasn't I, that bad, dude. I it know. Was, I it, know. Wasn't, it wasn't that extreme. I now, uh, we hope you appreciated the, the abbreviated episode. Listen, in all sincerity, guys, I'm being serious about this. Uh, we would like to know, if anybody that's listening out there, if you guys are listening to this uh, we hope you are please let us know which do you prefer do you prefer an abbreviated version like this do you prefer our, lo- our long versions where we talk lo- in more detail about things uh, it's tough for us and it, it, a, a truthful moment it's really tough for us to be able to try and cut down some of this because of the fact that we feel so strongly about anime we love these well, anime we love talking about it literally literally the concept we're trying to do <laughs> yeah so it becomes tough but at the same time we recognize that you know we're not you know necessarily known people we're not known entities so to listen to us Uh, for over two hours can sometimes be a struggle we don't want to waste your time we try to give you the most effective content that we can um but at the same time we hope that we can present to you how passionate we are over the subject matter we hope that comes through your ears as you listen to this because matthew and i for sure are are two of the most passionate people that we know um when it comes to 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 anime and and to that whole genre as a whole that whole form of entertainment so uh we hope we're able to convey that to you and please let us know do you prefer the shorter versions where we don't talk as much or in, in, go into much detail or do you prefer the other ones where we definitely uh expound or or a mix of both <laughs> or a mix of both we're trying to we're trying to get that little mix going we have some news that we'll uh share at the end of the season that we think we're going to go with which may help uh everyone together may not help our producer sean shout out to sean we love you yeah uh, may not help you with our idea but we'll talk about that later yeah we'll uh, talk we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about it when the summer season's over we'll, we'll make that we'll make that announcement then indeed and what our idea again is just to, to bring the utmost fun and, and content to everybody out there that's listening so that, that's the main point whether it's long or short our main goal is to keep you guys entertained while yes somewhat of an education <laughs> yeah i mean at the end of the day we do this as a little passion project because we we're entertained by ourselves um and, and this is fun and we hope that we're having we hope we're displaying that fun and projecting that outwards to you guys yeah. so yeah, um, even, that, even if we don't get as many listeners even just enough is just yeah worth it. it's, it's worth doing even if it's yeah. just like five if we get five a week Fine. It's the fact that we, there's people still listening regardless. There's people listening to us. We're this is a little passion project that we have, and we have a ball, as you can tell. Uh, yeah. I enjoy you, Matthew, so much. You're, you're you become such a good a good person to me. Yes, um, I, I appreciate you, bro. So I do. I appreciate you too. Yeah, buddy. Um, all right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this some bitch up and all right. let's do our um, uh, plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at Damien Phoenix Twelve. Uh, we also want to thank W2M Network for having us there. Thank you, Sean, for being our editor. Mm-hmm. Despite our creative struggles right now, <laughs> you know we like to throw funny jabs. Mm-hmm. We do. We we mean it in good fun. So that's all mm-hmm. you need to know in that regard. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my thank you to W2M Network. We also want to thank uh, Chair Shot Radio. Thank Andrew and Greg for having us on there for the entertainment section of it. Uh, where you can see some of my work from uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. just, just stuff about Pro Wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. Mad at Dragon Game right now, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, they they did they did a fucking push KZ, and I'm upset. 
Oh, man. Yeah, he wins the King of Gate, and he loses the that big title match to Shun, and then Shun loses it to Yamato the day later. <sighs> and then Masato Yoshino retired, and I'm just upset about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are my plugs. Yeah, I'm actually gonna watch New Japan after this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in and watch along with my. Buddies I'm still skipping. The, uh... <laughs> no, well, I'm gonna watch. We're only gonna watch one show. It's gonna be the uh, the Never Six Man Defense, and it's gonna be the Young Lion Goodbyes. So that's something. Uh, that's but, but but Evil back in the picture. No thanks. Yeah, I love, Sh- I love Shingo, but no thanks, Evil. <laughs> agreed. Uh, fucking agreed. Um, my plugs. You can. Are you done with your plugs, by the way? Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. You're done. All right, cool. Yeah, my plugs. You can catch me on Twitter at s h o s t o p p a two four showstopper twenty four. Um, you can catch me on my podcast Instagram podcast dot senpai. Um, you can also catch me on my anime Instagram a i underscore anime twenty four i underscore anime twenty four. Um, within each of the bios, you'll find my LinkedIn my link tree rather. Um, uh, my link tree has all the uh links to my other podcast endeavors. Shout out the Orlando Tragic Podcast, which we are available on soundcloud um spotify and now apple music officially this week so shout out to to, to b ronan on that one shout out to my boy uh andy uh you can catch us on the mma for marks podcast um we're gonna review bellator this week coming up so for anybody that didn't see bellator it's one of the cards of the year one of the cards of their history um last week so we're gonna be reviewing that and you can catch us on there where you can see our weekly episodes where we review everything from ufc to bellator to one fc um you, we're available on youtube for that one because that is a video so you can actually see my face instead of hear me just but just my voice um and then any other links uh will be on that link tree as well and right. i think that's it guys all right uh we ate our cake talked it full of cake uh arigato and at the faku and sayonara <laughs> sayonara minasan